Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings, friends, and welcome to episode 43 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a couple of content creators a microphone and a lovely audience. My name is Jeremy, and the other guy that's on this podcast, his name is Jesse. Let's share some shenanigans, Jesse. How are you? I'm just the other guy. I'm doing all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. It's been a freaking week at work, and you know, it's not getting any easier. How are you doing yourself, Jeremy? I've actually had a really good week. I'm pretty pumped up. You know, just just I had some good barbecue for lunch, so I'm 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 fixing after this. My son and I are gonna watch um, Bill and Ted. We're gonna go ahead and order the new Bill and Ted uh, movie. We're super stoked. So yeah, I mean it's it's been a pretty decent week. Back to school is kicking my butt, but you know what? I am changing my outlook on things, and I'm gonna try to have a different mindset, and not hopefully not you know, a sad, you know, I, I want to be as positive as I can for my kiddos. So I'm really mm-hmm. trying to practice a new mindset of being a little bit more positive, you know, a little less sarcastic, a little less cynical, you know, because uh, these kids are fixing to come in and they need some love. And so I'm really trying to get my mind situated in that. So I've been reading a lot, you know, what have you been doing? Uh, oh my, it's just been a freaking week of me broke my ass off because... I don't know, like, somehow we're busy still. We've been busy for the last, like, four months. But then I realized that we ship, we, my current job, I send stuff out to people, and they love it. They send it back to us, a.k.a. we sell Ashley on TV stuff. They break it. Oh, yeah. And we get, yeah, yeah. So, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, why are we always busy? I'm like, oh, that's right. People can't go out shopping like normal, so. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. So yeah, nice. uh, I decided to go back and uh, actually go back to what you do about my past. And I decided that you know what, I'm gonna start collecting manga again because I want to be that kind of weeb. Oh, nice! But I'm but I'm only collecting shit I used I I want versus like. Because I was young, I couldn't really go and buy the manga I really wanted because mm. poor. Also, I didn't want to go to Barnes and Noble during that mm-hmm. time. I was like feeling like, I don't want to feel like an outsider. But you know, now I'm like older. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to build my collection up. And I'm starting with 
Full Metal Alchemist. I'm super happy with that stuff. Nice. It's like, yes, oh, Full Metal. That's a good series. Uh, my son is starting to collect some manga. And it's it's so, it's such a shame, too, because I'm looking at him, and, you know, he walks in, you know, and there's multiple people reading the manga and picking up the manga. And it's such a shame that, you know, when we were younger, it had a different connotation. And it's such a shame that, you know, we couldn't share our passion for, you know, anime and manga when we were younger. It was not that it was taboo. It's just it wasn't. I don't, I, I don't know if it, I don't know. I don't norm, know. I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was different. And, and I think people associate it with being different, but you know, we're not, you know, we're, we're just as normal as all the other kids. We just really enjoyed this content that was coming from a different country across the world. Um, it meant more to us. It was more meaningful. The, the relationships, the, the plot lines, you know, the tropes, they were more meaningful to us. And I, I think it's a shame, you know, that we kind of, we experienced, that kind of, um, you know, shunning, I guess you would say, you know, with anime and manga and stuff. But I'm, I'm so happy mm-hmm. my son can walk in and, you know, he, he has a group of kids to talk to about manga, you know, and anime and stuff. And I, I, I really like that. Well, we just had a kind of a sad group of kids, like, when I was going to high school. It's like, would you all watch like this? And But then, like, you realize that some of the fandom, don't get me wrong, like, I love the fandom. But some of the fandom is just toxic because it's like you're not current or you're watching a different kind of anime. They get pissed off at you. And it's like, wow, okay. Yeah, I think a dick about it. Yeah, I think with my son, one of the things I've tried to teach him is, you know, it's the age old uh, like anime and manga fights are, you know, Evangelion's better. No, Full Metal Alchemist is better. You know what? Do you like Evangelion? then it's absolutely the best, and it's absolutely the best. Do you like uh, Full Metal Alchemist? Well, then you know what? It's the best. You know, just yeah. embrace, embrace. Like, that's one thing that kind of I see it's a lot like of shit's is... shit's good. Let shit be good. Yeah, Man. and if you like it, you like it. You know? I see that a oh. lot, though, in kind of the, the anime community is everybody tries to compare it to one another, but they're all such different stories. Sure, they have the same tropes, you know, a lot of times, same tropes and stuff, but mm-hmm. different characters, different stories... And anyway, so I, I'm really learning a lot because my son is building up his manga collection and he watches anime quite a bit, too. So and you watch anime quite a bit because your son watches anime quite a bit. I, I do. And, and, you know, th- at first it turned out, you know, I really wasn't too aware of some of the um, situations and kind of writing styles and, and understanding that, you know, the, the writers to me in anime, they're OK with being taboo and, you know, sometimes going a little too dark. Like I, I don't mind that. So when I first started watching it, it was the intention of, I need to watch this to make sure my son is able to watch this, you know, or that way if my son had questions when he was watching it or, you know, cause sometimes anime can be really over-sexualized. Daddy was incest. <laughs> yeah. And you know, so, so I've had, so I try to make sure, you know, yeah. that I'm prepared to answer those questions and to say, Hey buddy, that's that's not what real life is like. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let, let's, let's, I let's, mean, let's let think realistically. <laughs> Let him believe that he's in a harem anime for the longest <laughs> fucking time, you know? Yeah, like, that, I, I, I have to remind him sometimes, you know, hey, man, that's that's overly sexualized, you know? Um, you know, not everybody thinks that way, and that's, you know, and at times I've had to point out, hey, this is inappropriate. You know, but that's, that's my job, you know? That's my yeah, job, but I still parent, yeah. but I still find stuff that he loves, like, you know, fairy tale, which can still be kind of overly sexualized in points, but, you know, uh, like, My Hero Academia, one, yep. you know, is a good one. Um so, yeah, anyway, so it, it opens up chances for me and my son to have discussions about, you know, how things work and don't work <laughs> in, a, in a kind of a nice politically correct way and things like that. So, wow, we could uh, get deep on this, I think. We I could. Think this could be, 
Let's don't do that. What do you have for well, us this week? Oh, well, well, we got news this week? Oh, we got some news this week, guys. So, we got another Nintendo Main Direct, which at this point is just like, stop teasing us with the Main Directs. <laughs> Give us a real Direct. That's what we want. Well, we got some more games lined up for the Main Direct. Here we go. We got Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. User Taka no Tashushin, Rhythmic Adventures. I hope. Or Tycho, my bad, sorry, I wrote it wrong. Uh, World of Tanks Blitz, Big Girl Boxing Kree Champions, Collection of Saga, Final Fantasy Legends, Just Dance 2021, Poyo Poyo Tetris 2, and Minecraft Creeping Winter DLC. This just feels like, like I said before, we're getting teased with all this stuff coming out, but it's not the thing we want. We want the actual talent direct. The Nintendo needs to show us what they're doing with the end of summer. And now they're talking about not showing us till the mid mid September. Sorry, mid September. Yeah, um, I think a couple of those are pretty big hits. Like the Puyo Puyo Tetris, like is a huge hit. Yeah, like, people that's love a big that hit. game. That's a big hit, um, and that's not just a, a a regional hit. Like that's an across the world hit. Um, the Kingdom Hearts thing. Ugh. Don't Great. get me another started on that. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole discussion. That's a whole like why Burger hates the Kingdom Hearts franchise. <laughs> another game. I've another another offset game. I've got to play just to be able to barely understand what the hell is going on. In, you mean you know, uh, I got to get another head. system that I already own <laughs> to play more of the damn story? Because yeah. let's face it, we can't put everything on one fucking console or on all consoles together. No, we got to separate this shit. And at this time, we need to stop doing that because I'm getting so pissed off. I went off about this when Camera Street released. Like, why the fuck doesn't Xbox have all these games? But you're released on Xbox. Huh. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm sitting there like, maybe we should release it because, you know, you had the, you had the power. But no, we yeah. have to wait till the third game comes out and then we release the full freaking story. And now you're going to go like, well, we're going to put it on Switch now. And I'm just like, you dirty son of a bitch. I will freaking <laughs> come over there. <laughs> well, uh, on top of that, I think I think another uh, thing that was pretty big, too, was the saga Final Fantasy Legends in a coming in a pack. That's pretty good. Like that trilogy I mean, is it's been around yes. for a long time. I mean, it's Game Boy era, you know, graphics and stuff, but I, I'm the Saga collection is, is a pretty beloved, you know, trilogy there. So that's going to, I think that's going to sell a crap ton. It's only 20 bucks too. Um, yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. And, and it, the funny thing about it is I was looking at it and kind of looking at specific, you know, some specs about the game. It's only 219 megabytes. Wow. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah, so basically they'll download in like three seconds. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah, sorry. Honestly, I, I I just felt like, yeah, we're getting teased with stuff coming out. They did announce stuff we already talked about last week, which coming out for the Switch, which I was like, okay. But honestly, at this point, give us the real Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Not these mini ones, not these new ones. Give us the main direct. Yep, we want to see Metroid. We want to see the new Zelda. Show oh, us. Well, if I guess what else to show you. Time for us to get our phones out. The Witcher's kind of mobile as a Pokemon Go AR type game. The first title will be The Witcher Monster Slayer. 
and they're gonna offer first-person AR combat which I look at this I might fuck of it it looks interesting for, for sure um, I, I everybody loves the you know the the Witcher world um, so anything that they can throw in and you know this is big hype too because you know they just started also filming the Witcher season two so mm-hmm. this is this is just perpetuating that 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 Witcher hype like consistently on top of cyberpunk dropping you know here in a few months you know so it's it looks really neat um, it, it's more it, like I said it's kind of like a Pokemon Go sort of thing right yeah it's gonna be like Pokemon Go but with AR combat like first person AR combat so not as like I need more balls like fuck I need more mana yeah. let's go to Starbucks. Yeah, it looks interesting. Um, definitely something I could probably, you know, look at for a little bit to see kind of how it works. And I don't know, maybe get something to do on the while you're kind of sitting there waiting around at the grocery store or something. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll give it a punt. I'll give it a punt. I won't be like, oh, my God, I'll be so, like, downhearted on doing this. Let's do it now. Like, you know, like, no, I'd rather just take my time, you know. Uh, but we won't see that, uh, I believe, later this year. So... I mean, great for everyone in Minnesota again. We're getting stuck in the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's go on to our last little bit of stories week, guys. Um, PS5 orders are kind of available. Uh, Sony is offering a select group of people a chance to pre-order one. Now, even if you get invited to pre-order, Sony warns you you might not be able to pre-order one. And if you're not part of the U.S., you won't be able to either. They also have limited pre-orders, so there's no stockpiling consoles and sell on eBay. So it's one per customer. So did you already send your invite, you know, ask for an invite to get a pre-order? Oh, yeah. I saw it pop up on my phone during the middle of school the other day, and I was like, yep, done. And I filled out the little thing. Basically, it was just your, it just wanted your, um, email. your PlayStation Network ID. That's all it wanted. I just wanted your PlayStation Network ID, which I think is kind of hooked to your email. Is I don't remember if I put it in my email or whatever. Anyway, it said I was. It said thank you for your, whatever. Um, yeah, no. So yeah, you can only order one PS5 or one PS5 digital edition. Um, you can order potentially two controllers, two charging stations, two 3D wireless headsets, two media remotes, and two HD cameras per their FAQ. Um, so it's very restrictive, and I'm super glad that they're doing that. I don't know if people have probably found workarounds for it yet, but um, you can order whatever you want, any of those pieces, just as long as they're no more than the quantities that are required. Um, and yeah, um, all available PS5 consoles have been reserved. So if the, if you get a sold out message, sorry, um, you could try Amazon or Best Buy or whatever else. But here's my biggest thing. We don't know how to price this console yet. Okay, so they did post a sample page of what the website will look like when you order it, and where oh, the really? price is. Yeah, where the price is, it says LOL.99. So you don't know, but we know it's something and 99 cents. So that was kind of going around the internet, too. <laughs> wow, what a dick move. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 100%. I, I, you know, it's kind of cool, I guess, but, um, you know, I don't know. It's... I, I'm I'm gonna order it as fast as I can, um, and and there are some reasons behind that. You know, I, I want to. Fanboy. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I'm I'm just excited. Yeah. Like I I prefer those titles on on PlayStation more than I do Xbox. Plus, my PS4 is a day one PS4, and I never got the PS4 Pro. So, um, you want to keep up the tradition of buying the day one stuff. Well, the day one stuff, but but two games are looking so nice that I, I'm kind of at that point to where you know if it's a game that's on Xbox or PlayStation right now, I'm buying it mostly on Xbox because I have the series. Uh, the the I have Xbox One. Um. Whatever it is. What's the newest yeah. one I have? Um, Xbox One X something? Yes. Yeah, One X or whatever the whatever the newest one is with the updated graphics and stuff. So because it ha- because I have the new Xbox, I typically will buy some of the bigger AAA games on my Xbox just because I want better graphics. If I had a PS4 Pro, I would definitely buy it on the PS4 Pro. So that's kind of why I want a PS5 is because it'll be the newer updated graphics and it'll look a lot better um, on my on my nice monitors here. So. No, I'm I am freaking stoked about this. I'm just gonna, gonna be I'm, good. Gonna, I'm gonna hold off on everything until I get a price because I'm a cheap bastard and I want to know the exact price I'm gonna pay. Then it's like, well, I'm doing a pre-order campaign for it. Yeah, I I I am gonna go on a, out on a limb here and probably get some flack for this, but I am going to say that it's gonna be five hundred ninety nine ninety nine. I think the yeah, PS5. I, I, I can, think they're I can milk swing it. that. I, I, I'll definitely say that's probably the price point. Yeah. To see, you know? I think I think PlayStation is probably going to milk their first round um, of five ninety nine ninety nine, and oh, they will. Uh, that will drive down. I bet. I bet that slightly drives down um, reservations for them. Yeah, it will. And I think right now it's going to be like a, they're just you know whole like wait to see the Xbox you know Microsoft's first move. So right now we're at that. Right at standstill until someone makes the first price. Yeah, and I bet I bet Xbox is four ninety nine ninety nine. They probably do four ninety nine. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like Xbox has so many things going for them with their Game Pass and stuff that they can potentially have a lower price. And you know, PlayStation is notorious for kind of gouging price a little gouging? bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, especially with their um, like with their original, you know, like PlayStation, like get their version of Game Pass, which was super expensive. You know, and then they had to reduce the price after a couple of years because they had to compete with Game Pass, you know, so. Yeah. Well, if you're tired of price gouging, we got some free games for y'all, so uh, here we go. We got, uh, from, from Epic Store until December 3rd, you get Hitman and Southpaw Collection. On PS Plus, you get Street Fighter V and PUBG. And on Xbox Games of Gold, you get The Division and D-Blob. So... Right now, I'm going to say Shadow Fall Collection. Pick it up. It's a great RPG. I love it. Definitely Cyberpunk-y, so it gives you can't move for Cyberpunk when that drops. Yeah, um, so with Street Fighter V, it is, it is kind of... You need to note that it's not the Street Fighter V arcade version. I think that was the first thing people thought was it was like the turbo or arcade or whatever it's called now. No, it's base. Um, it's base. It's it's the base game, but I mean there is still quite a bit of a there is still quite a bit of a um, storyline to go on with that. So if you're if you're looking for a, a, a pretty good little fighting game, Street Fighter Five is still a pretty good little fighting game. Um, yeah, you know. My biggest thing here is like, what the hell are we? Is anyone still playing the division? I'm just kind of wondering at this point. <laughs> Man, that was Division Two was such a letdown for me. I, I I liked the Division. I played it with a bunch of buddies, and then I get to the Division Two, and I'm like, this this is not very good. And I they, just didn't. They both were letdowns for me. I was like so yeah. hyped. I saw the Division at E3, then all of a sudden it's like, 
oh, here's our first gameplay trailer. Like, this PlayStation's gonna suck. I actually canceled my pre-order. And then yeah. as soon as I did, I was like, man, thank God I canceled my pre-order. I should have canceled my pre-order, yeah. but I did not. Um, so I have it on... Do I have it on Xbox or PC? I think I have it on Xbox. Yeah, I should I have canceled on, my pre-order. I it now got on both now because we got the... We got Division 2 free starting September, guys. These are all starting September, too, by the way. So, yep. didn't say that. Sorry. Um, yep. But, got a nice little list here. We got a nice little list. A uh, little stuff for everyone. A little stuff for everyone. So, pick that up. Yeah. Well, that's some good news. Um, right. I, it's been kind of slow this week, I think, wouldn't you say? Oh, it's been yeah. super slow. I mean, we're still waiting on the whole the, you know, debate between Apple and Epic, and that's... yeah. Right now, a pissing match of going like, oh, you can't do this. Oh, yeah. you can't do that. We won't go in that anymore. That. And I know there's some, some of the Summer Games Fest stuff was showing this week. Like, they showed a bunch of games yesterday, but... Yeah, uh, Gamescom, but yeah. there wasn't there wasn't that much on it. It's like, once I want to watch a whole presentation, like, die through it. Yeah, it was like, they showed Dragon Age 4, like, concept art. When I saw yeah. that, I went, okay... That means this game is not coming out till at least 2022. 2022, yeah. At least 2022. I'm thinking maybe 2023. So when I saw just like concept art, I was like, hmm, yeah, this game is still in early development or they've had to take some steps back. So that'll definitely it's, be interesting. It's to, still in early development. Like we saw the same thing at a, during EA Play. Yep. And that was kind of disappointing. Like, oh, we saw a little bit like, ooh, this is what Dragon Age could look like. <laughs> yeah it's like how about you show us what dragon age does look like and now pull a skate like oh we're making skate <laughs> you know that's what it feels like you're like oh we're making dragon age yeah yeah and here is a concept art picture look yeah. at this picture i drew uh but it's okay you know it, it, everything's gonna start picking up pretty soon so how about a mailbag yeah. question we got some mailbag yeah, we got a question. So uh, every week we like to kind of look at a letter or note sent to us from a potential listener out there, and we discuss a question or topic they ask. Lots of times we get kind of off topic, but we typically circle back and answer, you know, the question. So this week uh, was actually a pretty odd question to ask, but, I mean, it seems like a really good question. So in video games, a lot of times the main characters have sidekicks. The question for you is... What are your favorite video game sidekicks? And what are your least favorite video game sidekicks? Jesse, I'm going to let you field this one first. Unless you want me to go first. I'm going to go first because I'm going to start my worst ones. So you go first. Okay. So I have some interesting ones. I started kind of thinking and I started kind of look, looking at my game collection in my library and going, okay, there's a sidekick there, there's a sidekick there. Okay, oh, and then I'd go, oh, yeah, that one's a good one. So my first one that I that has been a sidekick for a long time that I really kind of, I guess, kind of fell in love with from the very first game, um, even though it was just basically a voice, uh, was Cortana in Halo. Um, I think Cortana in Halo. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for me, with the Cortana and Halo, it, to dive into a little bit deeper, it wasn't just that she was her voice was soothing or whatever. She actually, you know, in a sense, kept Chief alive, you know, even when she disappeared, you know. But also, since she was, you know, an artificial intelligence, she basically built a kind of this relationship and bond, 
you know, with Master Chief. And I always thought that was fascinating that they built this such a strong bond that he would go to any length just to recover her, you know, to recover her her programming and her software. And I always thought that was a really cool, you know, relationship with a sidekick, even though it's something that really doesn't exist, but it still kind of is, you know, it's this, this learning, you know, machine and code. Um, so I thought that was a pretty cool sidekick. And of course, I started thinking, okay, what other AI sidekick did I really like? And for all you Portal fans out there, Gladys. Um, <laughs> oh my, she was such a, a wise for the whole damn time. I enjoyed that, you know? Yes, but, you know, she knew more than anything ever let on, you know, or, you know, Gladys knew more about what was going on. Um, Gladys was funny. Gladys would interject, you know, you know, quips and, and things as you go through. And, you know, at times she was crazy, you know, Most at times, times she was crazy. Yeah. At times, you know, you stop and think it's times though playing portal and portal two that like, man, is this, is Gladys really that crazy or am I the crazy one here? So, you know, you kind of, you kind of start to think of, um, you know, things like that. Um, my other one that I really loved, loved, loved. And at first I didn't really like, but then I fell in love over the 132 hour playthrough of persona five Royal was Morgana. Um, I loved Morgana's character. I thought Morgana was hilarious. Um, I liked that, you know, you could choose, do you want Morgana to be a female or a male? Um, and then you go with it. Like, so it always referred to, you know, Morgana's at, uh, Morgana was, was a very complicated kind of character because he, he or she had amnesia, didn't know what was going on, didn't understand, but ultimately was just a really good friend. Um, and so I really loved Morgana in Persona 5 Royal. Now, one of my least favorite game, video game sidekicks was Morgana in Persona 5. <laughs> Let me explain. So okay. Morgana, Morgana in Persona 5 was constantly bossing you around, telling you when to go to sleep, telling you you're done for the day, telling you you can't do any more, you've got to sleep, Right. Well, in Persona 5 Royal, they kind of fixed that a little bit to where you could actually do more stuff at night. So so Morgana didn't seem as bossy. So once they kind of fixed that in Persona 5 Royal, I felt like Morgana was just absolutely a great sidekick. But I didn't like Morgana in regular Persona 5 because of that. Because oh, it was love, basically hate relationship. For yeah, Morgana. it was basically Morgana <laughs> telling you, "Oh, it's time for bed. It's time for bed." And I'm like, "I don't want to go to bed. Stop telling me let's go to bed. I'm gonna go downstairs." Oh crap, Morgana's right. I can't go downstairs. Well, in Persona Five Royal, Morgana would say, "Hey, it's time for bed," but you could still to go downstairs and do some extra things or you know uh, extend your night time and stuff like that. So anyway, mm -hmm. and my last uh, least favorite video game sidekick is this is one I cannot stand and people love this sidekick. But to me, it's annoying because it's like a little five-year-old kid that uses adult language. And that what, is what it was live. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is claptrap from borderlands. 100% agree. Burn this character to the ground. I, I cannot stand claptrap. Even times when his, his writing is funny it's, it's not. No, it's not. It's not funny. It's just. It's annoying. You know, it's it, it's almost like Claptrap needs more of a purpose. You know, why can't Claptrap have like a, a pistol or something to go with me and help shoot these bad guys? You know, only in the 
pre-sequel or just prequel? Oh no. I don't remember, but anyway, Claptrap. Yeah. One that I can definitely do without of sidekicks. So anyway, so I, I that was kind of my long-winded what I like and what I don't like. You know, my, my least and best favorite sidekick or my most favorite sidekicks. So Jesse, what do you what do you got for your most favorite sidekicks? I really don't have any favorite sidekicks. I think they're all kind of fucking annoying in some ways. Like <laughs> really, like can you just go fuck off? Like I, I'm I'm fine. Like when I play Fallout 4, I have no one else. Like just me. I didn't buy using the free sword in Skyrim. I was like, nope, I'm fine. I'll carry oh. it all by myself. You don't even you like dog meat? No, I never had dog meat. I, mean, I, I got him and then it's like, okay, I can send you back. Cool. <laughs> no, Doc me got me killed. And I multiple times because he's like, What attack? I'm like, no, don't attack. Why why are you going there, you stupid idiot? What if Dog Meat was a cat? Still no. It's like, no, you stay home. <laughs> you sleep on the couch. But if I had to go with all my instincts and tell you my least favorite sidekick sidekicks, it would be from Kingdom Hearts 3, Donald and Goofy. Oh. <laughs> because they pretty much did nothing in battle. They they pretty much did nothing in battle. And they had to remind me every five seconds that this was a great spot to look for ingredients. Or and heal yourself. Lucky, and there's a lucky emblem around here somewhere. It's like, oh dear God, let me shut the up. Shut, shut up. Shut up right now. I am not <laughs> cooking right now. We're going. Kill this thing. Shut up, Donald. No, no, no. Shut, shut your mouth. <laughs> I am talking. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think that, I, you know. I will cut annoying. a duck here. I will cut a duck here. So help me God. <laughs> I, I think that, yeah. I think that they are. Now that I look back at it, they are kind of annoying, aren't they? It's like, I just hate annoyance. And I just hate having to babysit. And those are my two lace pair of fans. Like. Any follower in Skyrim followed, I hate that. It's like, leave me alone. I'm fine. I'm good. I don't need any kind of, like, encouragement or, like, reminder that that there's something nearby. It's like, I know there's something nearby. I know. I bought the map. I, <laughs> I know. The map I have here. the map. Now shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I have the map. I, I know where I'm going. Man, well, but, what yeah. about, like... I even thought about, you know, like, what about, like, Roach from Witcher 3? You know, at least... Okay, at Roach least, is useful. Re, yeah, yeah, at least Roach was useful. And Roach was kind of a sidekick, because, you know, you talk to him every now and then. At yeah, least Roach and was Roach is silent. I enjoy yeah. that. It's like... <laughs> like Roach doesn't Roach. argue back, you know. Dude, Roach would be the best sidekick of all time. Go horse. Maybe. Maybe Roach would be the best sidekick. Maybe that'd be kind of a cool poll to see, you know, who the best sidekick is. Uh, yeah, Roach doesn't talk, you know, but dog meat. Yeah. yeah, dog meat kind of sometimes would be like, oh, hey. Oh, you mean me? You know, um, no, I want to grab this thing. Dog meat. What? You want a pet? Pets? Go yes. home right now. Go home. <laughs> Damn it, dog. <laughs> I can see. So you know, there's a lot. Of, there's been a lot of, you know, sidekicks and companions over the video game history. I think it's an interesting like a uh, mechanic that they've put in video games. And I, I really don't know when the first, you know, I guess we could kind of look back, you know, and think about sidekick versus companion and what that's meant, especially in RPGs. But, you know, you go back as much as like, um, you know, you have a sidekick in duck hunt is the dog, you know, that goes and fetches the ducks. 
you know, you have Luigi to the Mario, you know, you have Diddy Kong to Donkey Kong. So there's a lot of sidekicks and companions throughout video game history. I mean, all the Mass Effect series, you know, you have Garrus, you know, um, he, he was one of my favorites. Wait, he was the one I want to was Garrus, I want to say. Yeah, he was the, always Garrus, the logical perfect. one. Garrus always on team. Okay, I don't give a crap. Yeah, he was always the logical one for me, and he was also a sniper, so of course I really dug, you know, that he would just, you know, one-shot things, and that and was always great And he had great, great banter overall, like over yeah. anyone in the series. Yeah, so like, I mean... he I, actually joked around with you. He was like, oh, okay, Garrus, okay. Yeah, Garrus... You caught me some bitch. And then when he would get tired of something, he'd just, like, go off on his own, like, all right, F you guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take care of this stuff, you know, and and just do my thing but no there's been a lot of you know as i was kind of going through you know companions and 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 um sidekicks in video game history there's been a ton of them and i think that's really awesome that there's been so many you have so many companions you know you have so many sidekicks that you know add various layers to the game like you know claptrap mm -hmm. tries to add comedy you know, well, Gladys no. does add comedy, you know, in Gladys does add comedy, even though it's more like a companion versus a sidekick. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It's it's still like a Gladys still adds that flair of like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, this is what it should be. And this is, you know, here's some helpful hints and tricks as you kind of go through your journey. But no, no. So, yeah, like, um, you know, the. I, I typically didn't try to. Do, I did. I didn't do the main ones on purpose, like Luigi and Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, I wanted to. Kind yeah, of that's too obvious. It's dig like... a little bit deeper, you know, into some of the other ones. But anyway, if you have some famous, you know, some of your favorite sidekicks or companions you like, let us know. Um, feel free to hit us up. You know, you can tweet at us at at. Everyone, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, tell us we're wrong. Argue with us. We don't mind because all of our opinions are valid. We like. Where like. can they find us? Uh, yeah, you can on Twitter at Arcade Raiders, right? Yeah. So Wait, if you want to... At, at Arcade underscore Raiders. That's right. At Arcade underscore Raiders. I'm sorry. Um, cool. At Arcade underscore Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can definitely hit us up for that. So that was our mailbag question of the week. Um, what is your favorite and least favorite companion or sidekick? So I have been actually playing video games this week. And I know Jesse's been playing video games. I have. I've had some I time playing video games this week. Yeah. Not stream much, just because I don't want to... I've been talking a lot this week, and sitting in front of a computer talking is just... Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't like yeah. it at all. It's been kind of frustrating. But no, yeah, so we've been playing some video games this week. Um, so let's take a look at those. We call this segment, What is Tickling Our Funny Bits? Or What Games Are We Playing, New or Old, That We Are Currently Enjoying? Jesse, what games are tickling your funny bits this week? I'm falling back in Final Fantasy Nine. I'm enjoying the hell of that. Uh, let's Ooh. say one thing. VV is now a motherfucking glass <laughs> cannon. Glass cannon. I greatly, greatly appreciate him. And now Steiner became a glass cannon. Well, not a glass cannon, but a freaking cannon. Nice. That goes off. Now it's like, oh my god. Did you usually do like a 99? 99? Like, okay, Steiner. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We didn't need to kill him overboard, but you you killed him. Good job. And it's like I'm looking at a giant freaking murder tank. It's like yes. I think at some point nine, somebody always said that your characters just get so strong that it's you just like, kind of start mowing through stuff. It's like I'm not even that leveled up. I did a little grinding, but not like super mode. Like I just want to get another like thousand gill. 
all of a sudden it's like, oh, I now one shot because I had the right ability equipped to me. It's like, cool. Sweet. I love these things. Uh, but then uh, him playing Spirit Fair here. And that game by far is just so fucking chill. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, you're liking it. I'm liking it. Jeremy, what have you been playing? Because I know we're going to go out more with this game, too. So I, I'm working on Yakuza 0. I'm almost, I'm about halfway done. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to go through that. I'm going to try to knock out a bunch this weekend. I realized that I could probably knock out like each one of their chapters in under two hours. So I'm really trying to kind of, you know, knock out the rest of the game. Try this weekend. Um, but I have also been playing Spirit Fairer, and I agree. I think it's one of the best indie games this year, um, if not in the past several years. It's so relaxing. The story, the story is so heartfelt. Um, it's kind of a mixture of an adventure, yet it's still like you know, like a, a building sim, and then there's a farming sim, and then there's the Animal Crossing elements. We gotta make everyone count. Like- yeah. You've got to like talk to everyone and then you also have to keep people happy. So uh, the base of the game is you are replacing uh Charon, which is the entity that, you know, drives the souls of deceased across the river Styx, you know, and into the afterlife or whatever. So you are Stella and the dog uh, or the cat, um, Dandelion, Daffodil, Daffodil. And I'm um, sorry. I don't know if I said Dandelion. Um, and I said dog. Um, it's a deep thing. It's cat deep. daffodil. And so now you're replacing that entity. So you've got to basically escort what seems like the souls of people, you know, yeah. Um, which makes it really fun. personal and, uh, which makes it really personal and really heartfelt when you have to escort these people that, you know, their souls, um, across. So I haven't finished it yet. Um, I do know people that have finished it and said, it's absolutely there are some parts where you don't see some 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 of the feels coming, and then it all of a sudden just hits, and you're like, holy crap. Um, but it's such a good story. The music is so chill. You can literally play this game for like two hours and feel like you've accomplished a lot. I've been uh, playing that game for like, so far I've got about like maybe an hour, hour, two hours in the game. Oh, yeah. And I've just been enjoying it. Yeah. But I've been like, take my sweet time and just kind of like fishing and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. make sure I got the right kind of food for people. Yep. And it's you like, find, like, crap, this is, my, this is my game. I hate this yeah. type of shit. But yeah. You can find, and also I found, like, there are places that you get to that you can do part of, like, wherever you're at, but then there's always, like, an obstacle. Like, you can't jump high enough or you, you, you might not be able to do something. And so, but if you keep playing, then you get the ability to do what you need to do to overcome that obstacle. So, basically, you're, you're even, like, playing the game of life, in a sense, in the afterlife. Um, and, and the Stella character, one of the things that really, really hit me hard was each each spirit that's basically on your boat is somebody you know, um, and you can give them their favorite, like they have likes and dislikes that you can treat them with. Um, but there's one ability that you can do with each character is you can hug them. Always and hug. Always the, hug. And, yeah. And the it encourages you to like, hey, if you want to have these these spirits as happy as you want them, hug them. And the animation of hugging stuff just makes you so happy because some of the characters are very kind of, in a sense, like standoffish a little bit. Yeah, uh, but so what, talk about, talking about too. Yeah, but when Stella hugs them, 
they lose, it all fades away and it just becomes this loving embrace of Stella just looking so happy and then the spirit looking so happy. And you if know, you, you, you to hug Daffodil and I'm all happy with that one. It's like, I got oh, a cat. Yeah, you can pet Daffodil. Like you can sit down and pet Daffodil. And when you sit in a, or you squat down, and also yeah. if you sit in a chair, Daffodil will like jump on your lap. I love that. I'm like, yes, or <laughs> stands me. This so if you like cats, like to be a cat owner, <laughs> you have a oh, cat in life. <laughs> I might just play some more tonight. It's such a good game. It's so beautiful. Um, I started playing last weekend, basically off the podcast. And I looked up like four or five hours later, and I was like, holy crap! I've been playing this game for four hours, and I just didn't stop. And the music just puts you kind of in a lull. And I was exhausted last week, and it was just, it was awesome. I highly recommend it. It's on freaking Game Pass on the Xbox and on uh, Game Pass Ultimate on PC. I've been playing on PC and the, the controls are fine. Um, there are a few frame drops noticeably when, especially when you get in things like fog and stuff. But give it a shot, friends. Just yeah. give if it you have Game Pass, give it a shot. honestly, it. buy it. it. Yeah. It's worth twenty bucks, or is it thirty? It's thirty. Twenty, thirty, thirty. I think really? it's thirty. It's worth thirty bucks. I would no, probably let's... go as much as paying forty bucks for this game. I would. I would give it a thirty. I would say for thirty bucks, I say it's a fair, fair price. For this game, uh, and you know me, I always rate my games based on price alone. Yeah, and uh, you're cheap. <laughs> I, I'm not cheap. I just buy a lot of games, and I like the space for my money I spent. It's worth it. <laughs> uh, this game is currently twenty nine ninety nine cents. So yeah, yeah, thirty bucks. An absolute gem of a game, friends. Check Call it out. Call me cheap. I I will freaking slap <laughs> you, good sir. How dare you, good sir? And the last yes. thing I wanted to share is I haven't been playing, but I've been watching. Um, the do the new documentary series on Netflix called High Score. Okay, it's I finished second episode, and yes, that is pretty good. Really good. So it shows basically it's a, a short history of uh, video games, all the way from you know where video games came from, all the way to you know some modern you know sort of aspects of things. It doesn't get too modern. Um, it kind of stops. I would think maybe like late '90s, early 2000s. Um, so it, it does kind of, it doesn't go like all the way up today, but it alludes to stuff today. But what it really yeah. shows you is each episode just kind of shows you things that made video games. Like, um, it goes all the way back to how role-playing games are inspired by D and D. Um, it talks about, you know, Nintendo and where Nintendo came from. It talks about Atari, where Atari came from the whole cartridge system phenomenon. Like, you know, how that was so big. Um, one of them even talks about like the console wars between Nintendo and Sega Genesis or, you know, like Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. And then there's, there's just all these other things. It talks about fighting games and how fighting games are important. Um, and then yeah. it talks about first person shooter games and how first person shooters are important in the video game genre. So it basically shows I, the origins I of see all more, that. Though. I want to see more of that. I read the titles like, okay, okay. That's where we're going far as far this far. That's fine. Six yeah. episodes. Give they, me more of this. Give exactly. me more. I love this kind of content. Give me more. They basically stop towards the late nineties, early two thousands. You know, when you start seeing like doom come about and, and the, when basically when, well, PC that's a good thing though, enters. because so good, you know, like, we know about that history. A lot yeah. of us do. And yep. many YouTubers have covered it. So it's like, yep. let's kind of cover some like older stuff. Like, you I know. agree. I agree. So it's, it's, it's really interesting. So check that out. So that's kind of what's been tickling my funny bits this week. I mean, you've been watching that. I've been watching a uh, randomizer races of Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. And I'm just like, holy crap. This is, this it's makes me want to play Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. <laughs> At the same time. You know, at the same time. 
<laughs> uh, but you know, on top, we're talking about old games. Let's talk about our future games, shall we? Yeah, what games are coming out? Oh boy, for a week of August 31st, we got the senders for the Switch on August 31st. Ari and the Secret of Seasons on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on September 1st. Crusader King 3 on September 1st on PC. Hitman on Stadia, September 1st. Hitman 2 on Stadia, September 1st. Iron Harvest on PS4, Xbox One, and PC on September 1st. WRC 9 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on September 3rd. Doramon. Story of Seasons on PS4 on September 4th. Marvel Avengers PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Stadia on uh, September 4th. NBA 2K21 on PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One on September 4th. So we're getting some these releases. Cool. Paradise Killer on Switch and PC on September 4th. And finally, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 on PS4, X1, and PC. We are in new game season. We are, and this is the first game of the. It's the first game that I will. It's the first new game I will be buying since. Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, oh, for you? Huh? Oh. Yeah, for me, this is the first game I bought. Probably it'll be in in uh, Ghost of Tsushima was out in beginning of July, so almost two months, and that game is going to be Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. I am. Oh, oh gosh. What was the last game I bought? Was it was it Animal Crossing? Animal Cro- really? Yeah. So April or March? March. So March or April? When did that game come out? The, April. The maybe? new game, the newest game I bought was that. Yeah. Wow. So you haven't bought a game in like five, six months. Dude, like I tell you, I get hump like new games. I don't buy that much, but I buy a lot of like smaller titles for twenty bucks yeah. piece. Yeah, but not like any so, of the big like triple A. You know. No. And no. I'm definitely paying that Tony's Pro Skater one oh, and two. Hell yes. And um, my ass is definitely up Marvel Avengers because reasons. Yeah, um, I can't. Uh, Marvel. I'm going to get Marvel Avengers on Stadia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh uh, gosh. That's um, in the podcast, everyone. Uh, I officially <laughs> quit the podcast now. It's the end of our uh, podcast career. Um, yeah, no, um, Marvel Avengers is coming. It's come a long way. It, it, it has, looks. It, it looks really decent. Some of the animations look really cool, and the voice acting is really good. Um, and then, of course, you know, NBA 2K, I mean, you drop in this game like as school is starting um, and oh, yeah. you know how smart this is. They're dropping NBA 2K on Labor Day weekend. That yeah, game is going to totally make smart. so much money next weekend. They're dropping like, so much three money. big titles, three big titles yeah. All on in a one Friday. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. That that I I could see NBA 2K probably being the biggest money maker there is what i'm like, thinking that's i don't know you know what it's gonna sound weird but here's the way i see it i'm gonna see it marvel avengers one that's gonna take the first spot this weekend tony house pro scare two one and two that's second spot i see it beating out nba 2k 2021 i i i that would be great i mean i you got so you said it earlier there's something for everybody you got Marvel's yeah. Adventure for people that like Marvel, you know, and adventure games and story-driven games. Then you got, you know, NBA 2K, which is your sports game. And then, you know, Tony Hawk is just in a league of its own. In, in Tony Hawk, it's a sports game, yes, but it is also like an adventure game. And it's also it's, like a, a mini-game game. It's you know, more so of an arcade skateboard game, yeah. which I like. Yeah. And then the music is is 
fantastic. Like that soundtrack is again one of the dopest soundtracks ever made. I'm telling you right now, if I only hear Superman by Goldfinger, the moment I load the first level, I'm gonna be sad and I'm gonna give the game a freaking seven. Oh, I thought the first uh song you hear was um uh Dead Kennedys. No, it, no, 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 because everyone that ever had the Pizza Hut demo disc, you only are at home. <laughs> oh, you only had, you only, you only had, uh, yeah, you only had uh, Superman, right? That was the only song you heard. So <laughs> I think everyone probably burnt a hole for that demo disc. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Because that's the only thing you heard. And it's like, it's like, oh, here we are going on the ramp. Here we are. But yeah. uh, yeah, definitely a week full of, so everyone has something there. I mean, even the city of people to have something. <laughs> All three of you. <laughs> All three of you. I'm so stadia. glad I I'm so glad a hitman wanted to spotlight on the stadia. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm so glad uh you know uh Baldur's Gate one is finally coming to Stadia. Yeah. Um, I mean oh, no. like no, they are getting the Marvel Avengers, which is nice, you know. Yeah, well, they're they're yeah, and I think that was actually signed a long time ago when Stadia first came out. I think. Oh, they that was signed day it. one. That yeah, was signed they, day one. Yeah, I think it's one of those Stadia games that was actually announced when Stadia was announced. Like, hey, we're going to be getting these big upcoming games. One of them being Marvel's Avenger, uh, which is cool. Which is cool. Yeah. But anyway, folks, I kind of starting to start winding down a little bit. Let's go ahead and sell out, Jesse. Let us know where we can find and promote your content. You can come find me at OnlyFans. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You can come find me at twitch.com.tv slash attack underscore burger while I'm streaming pretty regularly. You can come find me on Twitter and Instagram at attack burger, all one word. Jeremy, where can we find you at? Up, still on the purple side at twitch.tv slash Mr. Skyroby. That's M R S K Y R O B I. Uh, and also on YouTube and Twitter at Mr. Skyroby. Um, I'm pushing that YouTube to where I can hopefully potentially soon actually get my name put in the link. So it's not just like K V O H R nine, four, three, eight, nine, you know, so pretty close guys, check it out. Um, it's been kind of school starting, so I haven't put a bunch of content out there, but I'm picking it up soon. And that does it for our time this week, folks. Remember our goal here at the arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our own unique perspectives into video gaming world with random musings and discussions until next week, enjoy playing your games on Stadia. Stadia.